Hey friends, welcome to another cast. Of course, we got to start with business. Are you following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook? Because you should, at Dablin Dribblin. And you should be subscribed to us on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, because that's where we're at. And you should check it out. And rate us, comment, slide into our DMs, because we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. This cast is good. Mm-hmm. 50th episode. 5-0. 5-0. That was, that was good. Good. I see what you did there. Yep. That was good. What Get do we talk it. about? Uh, the brief synopsis. Talking about cuddling up with the Obamas for some Netflix and chill. Yeah, I'm into that. That is, if you don't know what that's about, no one does because it's still just a blossoming thing in the works and we're all excited. We're very excited about it. Yeah. Um, we talk about Roseanne finally being out. You... Um, and drop that on me. Yeah, you I had did no idea. Not know what that was. Because you are a sweet, sweet butterfly that is always in his little cocoon. I do. <laughs> it's so warm and snuggly in there. I'm sure it is, I bud. Like it. I'm sure it is. Um, and then we kind of go into just some updates on some of the Me Too stuff with Harvey Weinstein, um, and talk a little bit about prison reform and bonds and things like that and how Kim Kardashian visited uh, 45 to talk about prison reform which was perplexing mm-hmm. you know and and well she'll probably be working on the White House in two weeks um, oh god and then uh, Drake and Pusha T try to reform each other's uh, faces <laughs> uh, lyrically by dissing all over themselves I mean there's just a lot of beef happening so many um, and it's it was kind of fun it's it's nice to see what 90s hip hop rap is, looks like you know that isn't mumble rap in the 20 mm-hmm. teens but at the end of the day gentlemen let's shake hands and, and call it a good game right like I hope yeah That's let's it. hope we freed McMill at least there was that like, there is that something to rejoice about yes this is true um, and on our dribbling section we kind of dive right into um, talking about what the finals were like for the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. uh, which was really exciting and interesting. Yeah, and we go into, two yeah, two Game 7s, which hasn't happened in the in NBA in a long time. And we kind of just talk about the Golden State Warriors and the Cavs. Yep. Fourth year in a row. I am shocked. <laughs> yay. Um, and yeah, and our dope people are dope. And... 50 episodes, man. We did good. Yeah. Most committed relationship I've had in 31 years. (laughs) (laughs) This has been... It's been fun. It's been good. I'm excited for more. Dynamite. All right. Let's get into the cast. What about that, huh? Let's do it. Let's do it. Folks, welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Brian. Hey. It is episode number 50. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> fireworks. Fireworks. That was, not gunshots. <laughs> yeah, that not gunshots. misconstrued. Not gunshots. Uh, definitely fireworks. That's why Wrigley's panting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wrigley's still panting because it's raining outside. It's misting, Wrigley. You it's, really have no excuse. Yeah, it's it really not is. That scary. He just has a lot of feelings about it. Just let him be. In London, we call this uh, every day. July. <laughs> <laughs> we call it every day. <laughs> Um, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm very good. How are you? I'm exhausted. Okay. I had a long day mm-hmm. at work. You did. You did. Um, that's why I was like, can we do this cast early so I can take a nap before we watch the game? <laughs> oh, is that what the plan was? I thought you were just trying to go to bed early. I mean, like, that too. Bed at halftime, assuming the Warriors are going to be up by 50. I mean, 
there were other reasons why I wanted to do this. Yes, there were. Too. You want to talk about it? Nah, I'm good. All right. Uh, okay. Do you want to talk about something else? Oh my god. Yeah. What's going on? Um. Ow. Jesus. I hurt my hand. Um. In other news. In other news. Wait. You, you literally had nothing else to say about your day or your life or your week. I told you my life's really good. Wow. Having one of those solid kind of days. Solid, just just a solid day. Can't can't be mad at that. Um, all right, let's talk about some stuff. Uh, right. Let's let's dabble. Okay. Um, so you know the term Netflix and chill. Yes. Um, that's fun, right? Like apparently that's a thing that people do sometimes. Yeah, I put on my pajamas, mm-hmm. make some popcorn. Mm-hmm. I'll watch a few Bollywood movies, and I'll just you know settle in for the night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never with somebody else. Because <laughs> you know the chill part is sex. <laughs> oh wait you, are you being serious that you didn't know that no i knew that okay i was i was about to say i'm like alex i'm gonna stop this cast and i have to reevaluate our whole friendship <laughs> no i forget what lawmaker it was who put something out uh as a thing mm-hmm. to get people to he wanted something catchy for mm-hmm. his campaign mm-hmm. and they came up with like a netflix and chill thing not realizing that it meant like it meant. You put Netflix on, but you're not really watching it because right. you're getting it on. Where Netflix are chill. Like, you know this means sex, right? <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, so anyway, uh, this is a little bit of old news because I wanted to bring it up last week, but I completely forgot. But we get to Netflix and chill with former President Obama and First Lady Michelle. Dibs on Michelle. Great. Um, you can, I guess, but not in the traditional Netflix and chill sense. Okay, what do you mean? They just signed a multi-year, multi-billion dollar deal with Netflix to produce original and scripted and content content for Netflix. Great. Now, the question that Mm -hmm. I assume most people have is, what will that content be? Right. And so, like, I don't know. Like, when I think of, like, presidents after they after they're you know Mm -hmm. graduated from their role you know you can be like jimmy carter continuing to build houses um in for habitat for humanity um or um be like george bush george hw bush uh being old in texas oh he's a painter no that's that's w Oh, HW. What is it? What did HW do? Just go home? He just. I think he just went home mm. to be in Texas with all his children and oh, grandchildren okay. and great grandkids. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what he did. I'm sure he did stuff. Uh, w paints. Yes, and very um, well. Yeah, Bill was um, first gentleman of New York as mm-hmm, a senator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, while while Hillary was senator, yeah. Um, so was on Sundays, yeah. Those yeah. kinds of things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, losing weight, doing things for the Clinton Foundation, mm-hmm. you know. So they all have Important foundations things. and things like that. And obviously, Obama has the Obama Foundation, mm-hmm. but I just never thought that I would have a president that'd be so cool to like have a multi-million dollar multi-year deal with netflix to just produce content that's kind of wild when you look at how that family has transcended pop culture in our modern times it's pretty dope and michelle's fashion oh she's gorgeous they're like the sort of like the kennedys and the kids are also like uh malia's the oldest Mm -hmm. malia like is is at harvard but like she and she's interned in um it's widely known she's interned in different like as a uh, production assistant and things mm-hmm. in different shows and movies and things like that. Um, 
and you know Sasha's just like a baddie in general like she looks hot and she's also just hanging out with rappers and like being a badass casually just casual so dang what if they have like what if Obama has a late night show I would totally I was just gonna say what are these shows gonna be like late night with Barry I mean (laughs) if he if he grows that beard that we all did a photoshop of oh that would be awesome I mean the amount of panties dropping that would happen (laughs) yo I don't think he can grow facial hair like that I've never seen a picture of him with facial hair I mean just the photoshop run yeah but we don't in all his years even the Harvard well the uh, yeah he went to Harvard he did yes yeah even those years he didn't experiment with anything we just don't know what his face is poss- is capable of you're right His and we've seen him without a shirt so he's pretty hairless from what I've seen yeah so yeah. maybe he's, he can't grow it a hairless cat yeah um, so I'm thinking you know he could do some sitcom spinoffs mm-hmm. like uh, like a Washington 4-4 you know, from a Brooklyn Nine Nine yeah, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we could do a um, a Master of Fun and just have him do like fun things, dating in Washington, pseudo stuff. But like all the Michelle dates, like first dates every time with Michelle. Oh, you know, like each week, kind of like the movie. But I haven't watched the movie. Yeah, that that movie about their first date. Yeah, we could do that. Just Master of uh, Master of One. Oh, it just be the one person they go on a date every single week somewhere in the world. That would be a great travel show. That is, I'd be down with. Are that. you literally pulling this off your head, or do, are you pulling this? From I someone? am looking at popular sitcoms right now, and I'm just winging my ass away because <laughs> yeah, these are really good. I'm into it. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I could try something with Broad City or Blackish, but it seems too easy. Yeah, that Black-ish is too easy. Too easy. Blackish is definitely too easy. He's like, oh wait, I got this idea about a black family <laughs> in the White House. In the White House, <laughs> blah, blah blah. This sounds like Blackish, but in the White House, Mr. President. <laughs> No, 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 but it's, but it's going to be different. That's <laughs> uh, 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 how we do it. Uh, going to have subplots, and, and the fans will get into it. <laughs> First of all, I was just thinking about this the other day. I was um, on a date with this guy, and he made a, um, he did a, he did, he said something. And he said it in 45's voice. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I'm just like, you have never been more unattractive to me in my nice. whole life. <laughs> and he, and it was just like funny. And like in this moment, your berry was so on point oh. that I was just like, that, sir. Thank you. I was, I was very impressed I'm, and I'm not attracted to you, but I'm, if yeah. I, if I, if I, if that part You're of my brain existed, I'm giving you the proper props that most girls would drop their panties. I have for. not good taken job. that one out of my tool shed in a while, so it felt good to dust it off. Yeah, it was it was well done. It <laughs> was a little you. rusty in the beginning, but yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end, you you Found rocked it. that. You you started me off with the. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. like because it's got a, me, uh, I was like, how does it go again? Uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm really bad at imitating, <laughs> um, even my own parents' like accents. So because it just becomes offensive. The- like whatever I do is just offensive. Yeah, and I can't, I can't even try. There's this. Uh, yeah, you've done it before. Not your parents, oh, yeah, but no. like in general, yeah. yes, yeah. I have done an Indian accent, but I'm just imitating. And it offended whoever. me. There's a there's a um, documentary called uh, The Problem with the Poo. Yeah. How are you Yeah, that's out right now. I need to watch that. It's very um, good. I heard that uh, Frank Azaria, the guy who mm-hmm. made The Simpsons, isn't a fan of it. I'm sure he isn't. I can imagine someone told me that like he doesn't like it. 
Probably yeah. not. But he also like talks like Frank Azaria was also like, oh, maybe it's better. You know, like I'm glad that they did talk about it and like. Because if for those of you who don't know Frank Sorry, Azaria, it's, it's Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria, bad. whatever his name is. Hank Azaria, white dude, plays the voice of Apu in Sim- The Simpsons. He plays the voice of most characters in The Simpsons. Yeah, but Apu specifically, the mm-hmm. the dark skin Desi Indian um, character who owns a Quickie Mart. Right. Um, and just I just remember being made fun of of being like, "Oh, is your dad Apu?" You know, it's just like. Give me a Slurpee clown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he did talk about how like it needs to be diversified and things. And like I appreciate that, but it's also like it's a little too late. You've gotten so much money, twenty plus years of that show. Like bye. Filthy rich. You're you're fine. It happens. So um, I'm excited to Netflix and chill with the Obamas. Hell yeah. Um, Thanks y'all. Yeah, it'll be great. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but uh, Roseanne is out. Out. Uh... I you know I literally don't know what this is. I know I'm you assuming don't. Assuming, ladies and gentlemen, I talked to Alex about <sighs> this specific topic. Yes, and he was guessing what it was about, and I just looked at him thinking that he was joking, but he was Mm-mm. not. He Mm-mm. truly had no idea Mm-mm. what nope. I was talking about, nope. sir. Was it on what Sports would Center? You, what would you? <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um... What would you do without this cast? Just what would you do? Just uh, it would be it would be terrible for you. I would still go around thinking that uh, Obama was president, and you know what? That's not a bad place to be. Yeah, you know what? That's <laughs> legit, sir. You you got me there. Yep, you got me there. I could be better. Um. So she gay now? Is no, this, this is happening. <laughs> no. So your first guess was right. Roseanne, the season two is canceled. Okay. And Aww. The, no, it's not aw. I didn't get to see any of the episodes. That's fine. <laughs> Your and mm. and a lot of the syndication of Roseanne, mm-hmm. very much like Cosby, <laughs> the Cosby show, has <laughs> also been pulled Why? from like Nick at Night and like True TV or whatever. Was she? Was Roseanne drugging people? Um, no. Um, she. Um, so. Basically, what happened was that she wrote a tweet um, that basically spoke. Oh, I can't. I'm trying to find what, where the Roseanne tweet is. Um, let me just. Let me try to. Uh, she, oh my god, I can't find it. She so, chose calves in seven. <laughs> no, no. Um, she did not. Um, so she basically. Um, Valerie Jarrett is a former White House aide for the Obamas, mm-hmm. uh, for 44 Barack Obama. Right. Um, and so Valerie Jarrett, for those of you who don't know, is a black woman as a, I believe, a senior advisor to him and uh, chair of the White House Council on Women and Girls. Um, and now, you know, she does a lot of advocating for equity and justice in her time outside of the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what Valerie Jarrett is, right? And so Miss Barr, Roseanne Barr, uh, went on to um, went on to Twitter. Mind you, Roseanne has said some pretty stupid things on pretty racist things and white supremacy esque things mm. um, on Twitter before Mm -hmm. and has done it on the internet has done it in interviews things of that nature so she just out of nowhere one night this week uh writes quote unquote 
Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ, Valerie Jarrett. Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby and it equals Valerie Jarrett. Yeah. If you don't know, um, Alex's face is making the, ooh, that is not good. I haven't heard something that racist and xenophobic in a long time. Yeah. That cocktail is... It is... Toxically sex... Not sexist. It's um, ugly. It's, it's, it's bad. ugly. It's, it's 100% ugly. It's ugly. Um, salacious. Yeah. And so, so the, the, the head person of ABC is a black woman now. Um, and so very, and ABC basically put out a statement saying like, what she said was disgusting and not okay. And does not hold the values of what we hold. And because of that, we're canceling. Are we sure she meant Valerie Jared? Yes. VJ could also be vagina. No, she said Valerie Jarrett. Some people say VJ, just for short. Um, so she later on went to... So obviously, people were like, good job, ABC, but also a little too late because you know this woman was a racist from the beginning. Like, she's, she also plays essentially herself in Roseanne. She's more the conservative yeah, yeah, yeah. person, whereas Jackie... Very blue-collar working Yeah, class. whereas Jackie is the... Her sister is the more, like, woke... Yeah. white feminist right. Roseanne uh, you can't say that exactly right well, um, but the uh, they knew who she was but at the same time ratings and money will yeah capitalism the bottom line for it's sure. always the bottom line for sure um, and so all that happened and she apologized via Twitter to Valerie uh, without adding her so I don't think Valerie got that until later when she eventually um, apologized but one of the things she also said was that oh I was you know I was uh, it was just like a long day and I was on Ambien so this was like an Ambien filled tweet kind of it was something of that nature and the makers of Ambien not Ambien themselves but like the pharmaceutical company that makes Ambien was like wait oh the company the that company makes, that makes yeah. Ambien yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called, it starts with an S I forget what it's called um, was basically like tweeted in general oh, did not even at Roseanne you go, Andy. and was just like you go, Andy. hey um, medication that we make has side effects it does it happens you go, Andy. but uh, you go, one of the side effects uh, specifically racism is not one of those things Ambien does not slay does slay. not give the side effect of racism you go Andy. Um, and then they just put like 15 flame emojis after they should have with, with uh, <laughs> the person with the arms crossed in front of their face just like the no, Wakanda arms? Yes. The, the Wakanda, Wakanda arms. arms. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yes. No um, fly, Roseanne. What sucks is that it, it sucks for um, the actors, the producers, the writers that, you know, clearly are on the other side of this, right? Like, they, of, when it comes to the conversation, they don't necessarily agree with Roseanne's view of things, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think Roseanne openly voted for Trump. Like, that was... I think that's a, documented. That's pretty documented. Um... And all of these other things. And I just, um, I just feel bad because I feel bad for like Sarah Gilbert, who's a queer white woman, who's like, I'm just like, like sad that this is like, she was so irresponsible, but also like this is the- Which one was Sarah? She's- uh, A daughter? Yeah. She's uh, uh, not, uh, not DJ, uh, Darlene. Curly hair. Darlene. Yes, Darlene. Curly hair. Yeah. Um, You know, John Goodman, I said something recently. Um, He's a good man. 
That was that was good, buddy. I loved that. that was, I was waiting. <laughs> you were you were waiting for I me to say waiting, something. Lying in wait. Um, again, I'm, I appreciate ABC for canceling it, but they could have canceled or not even produced this, you know, from the beginning because Roseanne has continued to show no. her true colors. No. But it's all about the bottom line, and no, we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, in the climate of this country, I think them bringing her into the fold was abc's way of saying yeah she's problematic but people will tune into this yeah we forgot this base was thriving well it's funny because netflix also like tweeted recently if you're looking for a blue collar like show show that talks about like everyday people and 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 tackles like issues that like like really like real issues you know, check out this show. I forgot what it was called. It's was not, it one of their shows? It's one of their shows. <laughs> and they were like, you know, just in case you, you're, you're missing something. And I'm just saying like, man, I'm so appreciative of companies just, just writing this in the way that they should. This is, this is, <laughs> that's. Mm. It was lovely. It was, I, I personally appreciated they just, it. Netflix just pulled a Kobe. Yes. They said, listen, listen, <laughs> I'm also great. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. But, uh, but yeah, so, okay. I mean, there's nothing more to say other than, like, it's well, cool that ABC is ha- has a black woman who's, like, the mm-hmm. chairman, CEO person. Um, but, well, yeah. You know what? I can't tell if what we just witnessed was... Um, if you... You know how people have a hard time identifying racism if it's not overt? Yes. You know? Oh, and, and again, Roseanne is also like now, she said she was going to sign off of Twitter, then she came back on mm-hmm. and was saying like, I'm not a racist, I'm so tired of being smeared, all these, I'm just like, girl, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, yeah. smells like a duck, it's a duck. Well, there's a lot. It's of, a racist duck. Well, the ABC <laughs> pulled the plug because they finally said, okay, whispers of her racism and all that is there. But this is a clear shot, and we're going to go ahead and pull on right. this one. But There's consequences to people's actions. Yeah, but I'm thinking, are there people on the other side of Roseanne's camp, of her like demographics that she reaches, who would say, oh, what she said was not race. To you and I, it's, it's an racist. overt, it's overt racist. racial statement. Absolutely. To other people, Planet of the Apes is... I mean, for me, Muslim Brotherhood is is included in there just as like a cherry on top mm-hmm. of the Sunday. It, it yeah. makes no sense no, in the it context doesn't. of the insult. And but it's made to put in there as like this negative thing. Yeah. But yeah. the the real racial part of that is definitely the Planet of the Apes piece. Mm-hmm. And so for you and I, we're like, yeah, definitely you're calling like black people primates. Yeah. And and this like very smart Lights like she's a lighter skinned black woman, uh-huh. so we'll call, and she's older. She's not like it's yeah. not like she's twenty. Yeah, like she's yeah. like forties, fifties. Valerie, or, Valerie. Okay. Like it. All of this. Like yeah. It's just it was racist. But I'm just wondering if there are people in her camp who are in any way. I'm sure the answer is yes. I'm sure there are people saying what she said was not racist because she didn't call them the N word or she didn't say black people are this. What she did was liken her to a monstrous group of primates on an island who take over and kill human beings that's where that's Hmm. where the level of um that group yeah will stop at like they won't go deeper than that they will literally do they will stop short of whatever will make it seem like they are a racist 
And so, you know what that tells me? That you have no, you are so obtuse to not look at the history of, oh yeah, of the world, oh, to yeah. think why it's a problem that black people mm-hmm. are called apes. Yeah, um, their history because they were treated like animals and continue to be treated like animals. I think, but then again, it's okay because our president calls immigrants animals, so like it's not a big deal. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, you, know. It, you know, do you boo? I think exactly. I think people's uh, U.S history to most people in the United States is what happened about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and you saw it on the news not in class right or you know about the Revolutionary War that it happened you know the Civil War happened and you know slavery ended yeah like except you don't think about like the slavery still kind of happening yeah no because slavery ended. ended Yeah, Emancipation Proclamation. That was it. Because yep, it was done. I learned that in history class. We, as Americans, really only know those three facts yep. about our U.S. history. And, and, even, then, and we don't even know that that well. Oh, no. If I ask anyone on the street what years did the Civil War... If you ask me right War, now, I would be like, uh What years did I'm the Civil like, War take place? I don't know. 61 to 65. 1800s. So the Revolutionary War... When did the Declaration of Independence get signed? 1776. That, I think we should all know. I mm-hmm. think everyone knows that. I but so. I know not everyone knows how many stars are on our flag. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. If you... Uh, for sure, stripes. You can ask Stripes people. are 13. Yeah, if you ask anyone For the 13 the street, colonies. 50, ask, 50 stars for the 50 states. Yeah, if we ask... It was 51 now. Where's the 51st? I thought your face was going to change. You were right on. You were okay, I was going to say, I'm like, no, it was 50. We should have Puerto Rico at some point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, not, I'm not disregarding that. But yeah. <laughs> I was just like, no, it's Alex, just, it's 50. It's I know 50. that. I, I thought you were going to. You were like, wait, what? <laughs> no, that's Now, I know something. Um, if we asked 100 people, not even. If we asked 10 people outside yeah, it's a on pretty New good York sample. streets, I bet only four or less of them could tell us how many stripes are on the flag yeah probably our u.s history is garbage garbage so yeah i'm just saying i'm glad that the general public saw what happened with roseanne and said hey roseanne yo you are racist and we're pulling this and i think a lot of her camp is looking at this and saying there goes the overly sensitive liberal media again Um, and that's what Fox News was doing. I watched like a five minute clip of Fox News and I then died a little bit, um, which is probably why I'm tired, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> I'm playing Fox News. Well, you know, but slow and steady progress, because if that had happened 30 years ago and someone said that exact same nothing thing, nothing would have happened. Nothing would have happened. Yeah. So at least we've moved in the direction where a major corporate television network can say oh we got a red we got a live one that's yeah. that's racist and it's and if we didn't have social media for her to senselessly tweet things you know yeah, like that too set yourself that, up you yeah you played yourself yeah you played yourself dang ambien uh the side effects of ambien is not racism if you didn't know i took an ambien the other day you did and man what's ambien for uh sleep oh okay that i think sense. Yeah, man, I was just sh- shouting slurs all over the street. Did you really? My cab driver was not happy. <laughs> Dang. Um, I am so sorry. I took an Ambien. Yeah. Folks, that was a joke, if you didn't know that. Man, Roseanne, <laughs> you played yourself. Um, we don't have to chat about this at all. Um, so outside of, it. I mean, do you want me no, to skip it? No, I don't know what you're going to say. I was talking about Harvey Weinstein. He was indicted for multiple counts of rape and sex charges by a grand jury in Manhattan. 
this week. Um, so you got what's coming to you. I, he did put he did put up like a million dollar bond, so he's able to go home. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm glad that is finally happening, and hopefully, um, men and or just people in general. We're talking um, about what a bond. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. People in general uh, keep their hands to themselves, and if someone says nah, you say okay. Nah, okay. Like, no means nobody. And that no stands for at least 30 minutes, if not No, it just means no. Well, if you're in the situation where you're both intimate in someone's space and they say, no, not that, you could be jumping. This is not me speaking from personal experience, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying I can imagine a couple in a space where they say no and then you're like, okay. I played this too fast. Then you need to chill off and wait. Because some guys might say like, oh, they said no. Mm-hmm. But then if I try again in like one minute, like I'll wear them out. Right. Like kind of tire them. It's like, mm-hmm. no, they said no. Now you need to pause for a while. Right. Like, go sit in time out. Right. Mentally. Yeah. And think about something else. Yeah. I mean, relationships, whether it's if it's just solely sexual in nature or platonic or romantic uh, familial whatever it may be um, needs you need to have communication and need to be clear so if if we learned anything from Harvey Weinstein it's that communication you need to be clear no it's also just don't be a dick just don't be a dick don't be a terrible person he's so disgusting can we talk about what a bond is because I know what it is but the the concept of it seems so like you're questionable Yes. So like someone like Harvey Weinstein, who has a lot of money, mm-hmm. is able to produce. Well, it's set higher. It's set higher. But he's but your your bond, you're only you're only needing to pay 10 percent of your bond in order to be released. I believe that's the case. So like if you so I there's a, a, a case that I know about. Um, of like a family friend's friend or whatever, where this person was put for bond for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and so in order for her to be released, do I know? Oh, okay, okay. Go in ahead. order for her to yes, I think you we we talked about this. Um, in order for her to be released, she had to put up twenty five thousand dollars. So that she, but she was then in house arrest. She's now in house arrest and waiting for trial and things like like doing all those things. So if someone doesn't put up a bond, they have to stay in jail. Yes. So until trial or I- until whatever arraignment or whatever it may so be. So the idea of a bond is that you are less of a danger to society if you have money. Yes. So our justice system is a piece of crap. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I think his bond was like some some I think it was like a million or something like that. So he was able to put up a hundred thousand dollars and he went to go home. And I'm sure like, so like for, so in order for him to not be a frightless flight risk, they may have given, they may have asked for his like passport Mm -hmm. and like maybe have even put like an ankle bracelet on him or whatever. I don't know if that's what those are things that are done, but that's what bonds bonds are. Oh, you got money. You get to stay at home. Yeah. You wait for trial. Yeah. Oh, you don't have money. You get to stay here. Yeah. It's like, that's a, that's a bad process. We really need to, and like once you like just even basic things are you know like our whole justice prison reform system needs to like our prison system needs to be reformed anyway damn um, well thanks for catching us up on that yeah can we talk about rap no i just want to touch about kim k because we talked about prison and we talked oh. about stuff like that yeah just wanted to so kim kw kim kw mm-hmm. um kkw 
Cosmetics, Kim Kardashian West. Wait, um, is that a real thing? Yeah. KKW Cosmetics, yeah. That's a thing. She does makeup and stuff. So she did the equivalent of someone getting their name tattooed, getting someone else's name tattooed on themselves. Like but she, she doesn't do tattoos because she says you don't you don't put bumper stickers on a Ferrari. Quote sorry, from her. What? You don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari? I, I, excuse me, <laughs> I need to go. I just can't. I, That's a, that is straight up a quote that I believe she said. You don't put bumper stickers on a Ferrari. I mean, I, I'm glad she thinks well, so highly of herself. so my high opinion of your self-esteem is not suffering. Okay. Uh, it might be, but you know, people... People disguise it. Well, we all have our insecurities. Sure. But I think when you call yourself a Ferrari, it's... Uh... I mean... But... <laughs> Who knows? Whatever. So, I was sitting on my couch yesterday after work. It was like almost six o'clock. And I was watching the five o'clock news. Mm-hmm. And it says on the bottom of the screen, Kim Kardashian West goes to the White House to speak on prison reform with Jared Kushner. Yeah. And all I said was, huh? She's the she's the ambassador to Hollywood. Sure. She specifically went there to speak on a specific case of a 40 of a 60 plus year old woman who is in jail for 20 plus years. Um, she's basically asking she was asking the president to pardon this person for a nonviolent drug charge. And she was, she's in jail for 20 plus years for this nonviolent drug charge. Um, and I believe it was like dealing with marijuana. So I think it was something like, and she's a grandmother. She's like, she has a kid and grandkids, right? And she's been in jail for 20 plus years. So at first I looked at it and I was just like, what the hell does Kim Kardashian West knows about prison reform to be talking to the president about these things? Um, and also it's just like very strange to see two reality stars in the White House talking chalking shop um oh we don't have a government anymore yeah we don't have a government so it is what it is but then i thought then i i've read some think pieces and i was like you know she's allowed to care about prison reform and all these like she's allowed to care about things outside of you know things like i care about things outside of my work you know clearly um i just found it to just be it for me i was just like oh to be mediocre and white (laughs) to do you know like which is like the world um but i just thought it was interesting that she went and i hope it was a productive conversation um i heard that some of the names that the president was was thinking about of pardoning rob blagojevich a disgraced governor (laughs) disgraced governor of illinois martha stewart um are all people he's considering to potentially oh because she's on parole yeah i got it got it got it to pardon he should pardon uh the well-known celebrities for sure absolutely um so I just thought that was interesting I mean I had nothing more to say at first I was just like what the hell does she know but then I was like oh I I was challenged by like okay maybe like I'm glad that she's using her platform to kind of talk about something that's different I mean I'm it's very hard to take her seriously but I also but I but I also think she's incredibly smart when it comes to business when it comes to using tech and um, media um, with when you think about her Kim Kardashian um, mm-hmm. game that she has on her everyone plays on her, their phones what? and it's like a lifestyle game that's on her phone you get to I, choose, like, like you get to be yourself and like work your way up to be from being like an assistant to like a Hollywood star and I have sadly played it okay I well this you know this, I played it. I'm this, sorry. This you get to like choose wardrobe and fashion yeah. stuff, and you get to like do points and like 
Like you get mm-hmm. points for different things you do. You get you get a boyfriend or a girlfriend if you want. You get. Did, are they NBA or NFL stars? <laughs> are they mostly black until you get the one that you the white guy you marry, and then you divorce after seventy two days. And good. then you marry a rapper. <laughs> and then you marry. He calls Ty- himself Jesus Ye- Christ or some other variation of it. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, you know, do her thing. And I have said on record time and time again, Kim Kardashian is the uh, Mother Teresa of our generation on this hemisphere, and uh, she continues to prove that in um, this way. So cool. All right. That's all I have to say about that. What in the actual fuck came out of your mouth? <laughs> I mean, look, she's a humanitarian. You can't take that away from her. You need uh, to get out of my house right in now. In that game that you play, <laughs> yeah. is there a team of uh, spray paint artists who like do your No, I can just make my skin and... darker. Oh, okay. You get to fly to India and wear like, You actually do get garb. to fly to different places too. Okay, but you don't like the food there. <laughs> right? No, I eat the food there. Oh, you, anyway, you are a version of the Sims Kardashian. Yeah, this is Sims. Essentially, Sims Kardashian. Okay, it's that's a good way of putting it. Okay, okay, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't actually think she's Mother Teresa. I think this is a good <laughs> I, thing that she uh, picked up on a whim. Someone must have told it to her, and she said, "Well, she talked about this specific case, like I think four years ago." Oh, really? So she she knew about this case. So she went specifically, and it happened to be on that that woman's birthday that she went to see. So she never saw Obama about this because. Uh, I want to. Can you imagine President yeah, Obama having a conversation with? So like un- our president hangs out with J and Bay, mm-hmm. J and B. I'm sorry, not Bay, right. but my Bay, B. Right, and and she calls it, Mr. President. I I don't like this, and I want this to change. Well, he was already working on prison reform. Yeah. So he around this sort of topic. So yeah. now he's out. She might think, well. There's less of a chance that this will happen now, so now I need to go directly to Capitol Hill for this. Yeah. But if she had talked to Obama, Mr. President, I don't like this, and we need to change this. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, I, I'm not going to do his voice because it's too hard. Um, <laughs> I'd love to help you, but, you know, I was just talking to J and B last week, and, and we think what you've done with Kanye is, is a travesty, it, so <laughs> we're not going to. We think this is. This is your fault. You you need to wait till the next person comes in here. Maybe Hillary will give a shit. And then it's like, oh. No. Oh, no. Too soon. Well, I think we need to definitely change the reform around this. If we have legal cannabis farming happening, happening around Amen, the country. Amen, brother. Say it again. And, and John Boehner is investing in marijuana. The orange uh, tangerine? Yeah. Well, yep. these tangerines are all orange. That's true. Yeah, he if he if you have the Republican former chair of the House, but he's not you know well liked by any of his former. That's fine. I don't care. But he previously said, "I my position on marijuana is immovable, mm-hmm. and, and now you put dollars in it." Yeah, which is we all know white white men love uh, love a good dollar. It's you need to just like look yourselves in the mirror and say all the people who are doing legislation around this to incarcerate. Minority, uh, minoritized groups. Mm-hmm. You're a hypocrite. If yep. You're going into this, field. and every single person who um, 
is in jail for any sort of marijuana charge yep. should be released and yep. their record expulged. Mm-hmm. Expunged? Expunged. expunged. For That's... any nonviolent marijuana mm-hmm. for, uh, related issues, yep. they should definitely be expunged. That's It's only fair. Man. So, this, yeah. this is the difference between what is legal and what is illegal in our country mm-hmm. depends largely on what decade you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so hard. And I realize this more and more the mm-hmm. older I get. Yeah. That I'm born in a time that determines what is and is not socially, mm-hmm. economically, politically acceptable. Mm-hmm. And if I were born in the 60s. Yeah. I couldn't do a lot of the things that I do now. Right. And I wouldn't have the lifestyle that I have now because I'd have to worry about worry about my basic everyday rights, freedoms, and life. Yeah. But... Because I'm born now, mm. I can do certain things mm. that my predecessors couldn't do, but I still can't do things that I know, yeah. I know beyond the shadow of a doubt, we are on track to do. Mm-hmm. We are going to have legalized marijuana in every state in the country. Yeah. It's going to be legal across We're going to legalize sports gambling very soon. We're about to legalize sports gambling. <laughs> like, We're, like we, you and I know some of these things are unavoidable, mm-hmm. and they're just going to happen, but we, yeah. it takes... The people behind us who were not ready yet, yeah. who were very timid souls and more right. conservative, and conservative by nature defined as conservative means to preserve what has been traditional, and traditional hasn't always worked. So these people are just, you know, holding us up from progress. Right. And so the people who live past us and right. other generations will get to benefit from the Starship Galactica that lands on Mars <laughs> that has like a marijuana farm on it. Yeah. And uh, we know that's going to happen. But because we're born today, we have to sit around and wait while um, mostly white old men in Congress decide to figure out their that, shit. Oh, yeah. Marijuana and prison reform needs to happen, but we're not ready yet. It's like we're, we're sitting around. Aren't they? They're the representatives of the people. Yeah. But at some point... They just represent themselves they, and well, their, they their interests. They totally represent yeah. their interests. And I don't think our system of government is working nearly as well as it should. Let's bring back the monarchy. Amen okay. Amen to that. Um, we don't have to spend too much time on this because the story is still developing. Okay. Do you know what's going on between Drake and Pusha T? Did someone take an Ambien and hurt someone's feelings? I mean, there were some feelings hurt for sure. Uh, is it on social media that they attacked each other? Via music. Oh, they, they're dropping flames on one another? Oh my god. Oh. So Pusha T and Drake have always had some sort of like beef for like a while. Um, just like subliminal messages and hits that they've taken on each other. Oh, Pusha- is Pusha T the one who did the ghostwriting comment? Yes. Oh. So in the most recent... So Pusha T is with Kanye, with Kanye's label. Um, and oh, Pusha T is from Clips. Yeah. Yes. Okay, got it. Um, and so Pusha T... So again, they've had like beef for a while. So I'm, trying, I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version of this. Okay. Because this story is still developing. Um, and so Pusha T uh, recently uh, put out a song called Infraired. Infraired. Um, from a twenty from his twenty eighteen album Daytona, where he accused Drake of using ghostwriters, and then again this is like a direct hit on Drake. Again, they've done subliminal things to each other for years, but this is like direct Drake hit. 
And then Drake's like, oh, hold on a second. In less than one day, he released a track titled Doopy Freestyle, where he insulted both Pusha T and Kanye West, accusing Pusha of being a fake drug dealer, claiming that he would boost, that he would boost Pusha T's album sales just by discussing him, which he then, if you saw on his Instagram, he made, he uh, basically billed uh, Pusha T of like, like, increasing like helping your reputation essentially and mm. build him for a hundred thousand dollars which was funny um <laughs> and then so that happened and then Pusha T a couple of days later responded to Doopy May 29th which was two days ago uh with the track a story of Adidon Adidon which is the title of Drake's new line with Adidas mm-hmm. and so in so with with Doopy Freestyle, Drake talked about Doopy's uh, about Pusha T's fiance in there. Oh, um, Kanye, um, him, all the all these. So he he kind of hit below the belt, Drake. Mm-hmm. But people were like, "Oh, Drake won, Drake won," because it was really good. Yeah, it was very very good. And then so the story of Adidon came out, and I want to give right now a special shout out to the Reed specifically Crystal West, who has been talking about this for years, about how Drake has a secret baby mama and a son out there in these streets from a former porn star stripper. So Pusha T goes in and was like, you know, it sucks that your father like walked out on your mom at five. Like that, like he talked about that. He talked about how he's kind of a deadbeat dad, essentially, that Drake's a deadbeat dad. like you can let your son out, you know, like, you like, don't, don't talk about Adenon and like, tr- like track suits and things like that for Adidas, like be there for your son. Um, Dang, called you be a man. <laughs> yeah. He basically was like all of these different things. Right. So, and he did it. Um, so what was, in, what was interesting about this is that the story runner was featuring the you know response and the instrumental was jay-z's single story of oj so that was the instrumental in the background and he Mm -hmm. rapped over that Mm -hmm. um and the song even debuted in like hot 97 as like a top song yeah (laughs) um and again it 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 talked about drake's a little bit illegitimate child it talked about producer um his producer 40s uh, multiple sclerosis basically like tick tick tock like he's gonna die soon which is like really oh, really like damn. and mind you like that's if someone like if you were Ooh. sick and and like you're my best friend uh-huh. and like someone like talk shit oh about you God. and i was just like oh, it oh. was it was it was brutal. Oh my God. It was so brutal. I just felt that. Yeah, it was very bad. Shots fired. Yeah, and it was funny because the song came out on like multiple multiple sclerosis uh, like awareness day. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. You think that was intentional? I think it was. I don't think it was intentional. I just think a it just happened. It was a coincidence. Because that would be like really mean. He's like, happy multiple sclerosis <laughs> day. Now you're aware. <laughs> Your friend's going to die. Ways in awareness. <laughs> and then what was controversial about all of this is that he used an image of like a young 2007 drake in mm-hmm. blackface oh what is and that? and so and so there was a lot of controversy over that oh, where wait. he's wearing a jim crow t-shirt and a hoodie with a blackface makeup oh no it's an actual picture it's an actual not picture Photoshop. no it's not photoshop and he basically said this is not artwork this is done by this artist um this photographer that photographer's website crashed um, as it does when everyone's trying to figure out. Because, and apparently, oh, Lupe Fiasco, um, 
um, chimed in and said, actually, if you saw the whole series, you'll see yeah. that there's multiple pictures yeah. and that it was, and Drake openly, yes, last night came out and said, out of all of this circus, I want to be very clear that this is about, like, this picture was made to speak directly on how black, black, um, artists were treated yeah. in like the sedan and all these different and just like just treated in general and how they were like puppetized and all these different things so it was it was a form of art speaking and it was done with another sudanese actor that he was working with i'm looking at the picture right now online mm-hmm. you, from the moment i saw it within mm-hmm. a fraction of a second i said oh that's a very good photo and i can tell that's done a- as a piece yeah, so i thought the same thing but then i was just like well but but this light-skinned boy just put blackface. Yeah, no, he is lighter-skinned. That's the second thing I thought. Yeah, and then I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this. So um, we are at this point waiting for Drake to respond. And all I have to say is that it just (sighs) reminded me of like the 90s beef that used to happen in rap. And it just makes me really... And it just makes me happy that no mumble rap garbage is on here that is actual rap and it's actual mm-hmm. good music and hip hop and uh, it makes well, me so excited. I don't love that it's machismo and masculinity. Yeah, I don't it's love that either, but that's driven. it is very ego-driven. And it's really below the belt and it's uh very man, it's attacking and I, I think in in the rap world melodically and, and lyrically, uh-huh. it's it, it's interesting how they've done it. Like if yeah. you like break down if you go on genius and break down the lyrics, it's like sure. but it's still yes, it has I, it, undertones the, and overtones yeah. of misogyny and yeah the heart the heart of it i think is really uh un- unfortunate that these guys are attacking each other for these oh, things totally but at the end but still uh i think drake's response is gonna be freaking flames yeah and according to van lathan of tmz the guy who told kanye yeah. to be more responsible i remember um was like according to his sources Drake is about to take care of business. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, I've never Listen, been I've been, never been so attracted right. to Drake in my life. You come from a manager with multiple sclerosis? My producer. My producer? My best friend and producer. You come at my producer about his like chronic Like he's going to die from this? I'm about to light you up like the 4th And you're also talking about my son that I don't really talk about. And there may be reasons why I don't talk about my son. The same way Beyonce does, has yet to show us her twins. Drake's... Outside of the one picture that we have. Yeah, sure, sure. Drake, Drake is going to go on WikiLeaks and contact the Russian government and get all the dirt. And all Pusha I have T. to say is that I really feel Pusha T talked to Crystal or listens to the read and got mm-hmm. that information from. Because <laughs> I really believe that. I tweeted it at them. I was just like, I'm, I am certain Pusha T listens to your, your episodes because I've been like, yes, that's what I think. I hope Pusha T is glad that he did what he did. But he is about to. His stardom is only going to rise. From oh yeah, this, this is so going to be. This is... But if his ego actually does matter, um, Drake is going to annihilate him in this next. Yeah, coming. well, that's the hope, and like I have a lot of faith that that's what's going to happen. But I'm also like a like 05 percent scared that he's going to bomb it. Like it's going to be a whack response. Nah, nah, nah. It's not that. What do you, what it was? Uh, what what do you think is? What did he say about Pusha T? What was his diss at Pusha T? Uh, that he was like a fake drug dealer. That he he made he did something about Kanye. I forgot. Mm-hmm. He made he said something about his fiance. Okay, just those things. Yeah, and so like people were like, "Well, well Drake went low." He said she's like easy or something. Like I don't that. remember exactly what he said. That's it, which is like slut shaming or whatever. Yeah, and so Pusha T was like, "Look at who you chose to be your Beyonce." Which is the stripper? Yeah, but, the but they're not together. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I don't know. We'll see. 
Dang. It's going to be good. I'm All so right. excited. This... I just I enjoy when uh, well, when when things like this happen. Keep, keep me posted on this. I I'd love to know who won this best of. It's a it's a best of 5 series, right? <laughs> Speaking of best of 5 series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it isn't, but uh, it's maybe best of 7. Okay. So, uh, we'll see where that goes. Should we talk about some ball? Oh, yes, let's do that. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. All right, folks, it is time for some basketball. We are finally at the finals. We made it. When did it become Oprah? That was weird. It's like an Oprah-esque. It was I like get a car. You don't. Sorry, bud. Uh, but the finals are happening. Alex, who's at the finals? <laughs> so the standings are... <laughs> I hate this. Currently... I hate this. Cavaliers and Warriors. Uh, Cavaliers in the East, Warriors in the West. Uh, neither one of them have wins yet because we haven't played our first game. That's happening tonight. It's happening tonight in approximately an hour and a half. Um. Yeah, so... Hey, I know no one saw this coming. I mean... Um, at the beginning of the year, who would have thought... <laughs> Cavaliers and Warriors? What were the chances? If you don't recognize or hear the sarcasm, it's there. Uh, this is so boring. Four times? <laughs> Jesus. Really? Okay, listen. In the, Let's what, be real. The Warriors roster has not changed much in the four years, no, except for KD. No, right, which made it only that much more indestructible. Right, and then the Cavs... Really, the consistent piece is LeBron. Yeah, and and a few other because if you look pl- back, key players to that first one, yeah, you had Della Vadova on there. You had mm-hmm. some Verjao happening. Yeah, you had, you had some, Mo Williams on that. You had team. some scrappy players. Yeah, all of those people are gone. Yeah, who, Richard who'd, Jefferson's gone. Who that? <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like this is doomed from the start. The do you, how many games is this? How many games do you think this goes? So before I answer that question, they had pressed yesterday. Are you okay? Are you alive? Yeah, I'm just, I just feel depressed by this fourth <laughs> matchup. So that's what I was going to talk to you about. So during the, the, press com, the press media junket that they were doing yesterday, um, I was watching it live while I was work, while I was at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, the... Someone asked, one of the reporters asked LeBron, like, it's a fourth year in a row that you guys are doing this. Like, you know, what do you say to people who are just like kind of bored with the same, you know, same teams? And he was just like, tell the other teams to get better, (laughs) you know, like, Uh, because you hadn't, you had a chance to beat the Golden State Warriors and the Cavaliers and you didn't. So this is where we are at. Um, We should talk about that, though. Yeah. Because we didn't finish our feelings about Houston and Boston. So, with Houston, it was actually a close game at the end until the fourth quarter. Right. Actually, the the end of the third quarter, they just... Steph got his rhythm. And that's the thing. Steph cannot find his rhythm. Like you, that's your job as the opponent of Steph Curry is to help him not find his rhythm. Right. That's your job. Right. Get in his face. He's gonna shoot the ball. That's fine. But He's gonna to shoot the ball. His he even drives the ball into the paint. Right. And he can finish. And he can finish. And it, right. it looks very beautiful as right. he does it. He right. like goes and it's there and even it's cute. His shoes are really bad. His shoes are gross. This is what people are saying. The but, the reviews are in. They are bad shoes. Ugh. Yeah. Do better. Anyway. 
But I wanted the Rockets to do well because you know they're the underdogs of the of the you know of the game. It sucked that CP3 got injured with that his strength. Honestly, that's what it was. That would have put them through. You know what else would have put them through? Hitting that, some damn threes. The 27 threes that they in missed a in a row. row. I'm like, you, James Harden. Sir. James Harden. Sir. You did it again. Sir. In the question I ask every time, you think the Rockets are going to beat him? Is James Harden going to show up? Is he going to be perfect? That's, when, when he shows up, is he going to be perfect? He bricks. He built houses for Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> Just like Jimmy bricks. Carter. <laughs> Jesus. The, I was like, this is the only reason why the Rockets lost. Houston. If you if they made four of those 27. Four. They would have won. Because <laughs> they lost by 10 points. If you... Uh, Do you understand? Like, that doesn't make... Like, that... Let like, me, let they me played... Pull def- up my calculator real quick here. Okay, go ahead. Four 20? divided by 27... Had you hit 15% of your threes. 15. 15, one five. Actually, they also weren't great at the free throw line either. So, which again, as my dad would yell at the... And you were at home. Yeah, as my dad would yell at the screen, free throws, they're free. <laughs> hit them. They are literally free. <laughs> Bryna. <laughs> First of all, my dad does not sound like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You'll get to hang out with him if he I does. Know. If he I'm does talk. Forward to it. If he does talk, I'm you'll looking love. forward to it. You know, That's... you'll hear what my dad sounds but like. But he gets mad at that because they're free. They're and free they're... because it doesn't. You practice these, and no one's in your way. Oh my god, my dad hated watching Shaq play. Oh, it was unbearable. It, it was like Shaq. You are so tall. There's no reason for and you. And Dwight Howard, <laughs> you're so close to the rim. You just, you literally just need to go like. Hold it on one hand, flick it with your <laughs> finger, it'll land. You can even the... do like a pull thing. Like you, there's so many things you could do. So bad. Um, but, but yeah, he, so they, they could have won. What I and on the other side of the Mississippi, the Boston and Boston and Cleveland, mm-hmm. they tale of the same situation. Yeah, Boston was at home. Yeah, could not. And I'll say this. Because he was one of our dope people not too long ago. You and I both love Jalen Brown. He sucked Your that last game. Your three-point shooting was atrocious. It was horrid. I was like, you are in love with something that does not love you back. And you know what? Sometimes you need to let it go. Just let and it drive. Go. Seriously, buddy. Drive. I, I was watching. You saw. We watched that game together. Mm-hmm. Game seven. which Because I thought it could be LeBron's last game as a Cav. Yeah. Um, it, it got you out of your your rock. Mm-hmm. I got out of there. And, <laughs> your little uh, hole. But I was, you know, I had so many mixed emotions because mm-hmm. the Boston team was gonna provide. If we could get Houston through, right, then it could be Cavs or Boston and be a more interesting series. Oh, hundred percent. And but if Cleveland got through, I mean, I would be fine with LeBron, you know, ascending to greatness again. Right. But Jason Tatum. St. Louis own Chaminade grad, <laughs> you sir, dunked on the king. It was so beautiful. Holy, I lost my mind. Right, so I was wa- I was watching it with you and our friend Quentin. Yeah, and we were sitting there watching, and both of you collapsed in a way I've never seen your body contort that way. Oh my god! And I was like, Alex. Uh, 
buddy, are you are you okay? It was it was it was the culmination to, to, to unpack it a yes, little bit. Ex- when describe I look what at, happened. When I look at Jason Tatum, well, okay, Jason Tatum comes down the lane. LeBron is up there to do a LeBron block as he does in as, front of him between yes. the rim and Jason. And Jason Tatum was like, "Nary a finger is gonna touch this ball," and moved the the ball past his hand and just slammed it with so much force and authority. It and shook, it, shook it, it the shook. place, and it, he just made body contact with LeBron. And when he came down from the whole place erupted, right? And he came down, and he, I think, incidentally, mm-hmm. but on the replay, you could make it either way. He. Bumped LeBron with his a little, chest, a little chest bump, a yeah, little while he's like he's, screaming or yeah. whatever, and it was just no one had ever dunked on the king like that. Yeah, and he's a did, you, did you see LeBron's face? Yeah, he looked confused. <laughs> he just like he just looked at him like, kid, did you just try that? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. not not the dunk, but like, did you really just try to yeah, chest just, bump me right now? Listen, listen, <laughs> hold on, young gun. Um, and after the game. He did go up to Jason, and we don't know what he said, but like he embraced Jason and had a uh, he talked in his ear at length. Mm-hmm. It was a sweet. It was a sweet um, exchange. Saying, You're gonna be a good thing in this league for years to come, and yeah. I can't wait to play against you mm-hmm. in the years. Like, I'm sure it's something along those and lines. And it's crazy because he like Jason has gone to his like camps, like mm-hmm. to LeBron's camps. They've taken pictures together, and that like even several years ago, he was asking LeBron to follow him on Twitter. Like yeah. it's, and I think in a sweet that like. He looks at it that way, too. I think Jason's a great player. So for me, watching that dunk was the culmination of all the... Through my mind, when I look at Jason Tatum, mm. I see my community back home where I mm. grew up. That's yeah. what I, I think of the streets and the byways and all this sort sure. of stuff. That's what I think of. And so LeBron has always been exalted as my number one player. Ooh. And so watching... I've never seen him dunked on before. So to watch those two things collide all at once, my emotions went haywire. Yeah. And as a person who just would claim anything in the Midwest, I also claim uh, Jason Tatum. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, holy moly. But he's going to, he was my, uh, if I had to vote today for Rookie of the Year, uh, it, it would be first Jason Tatum, then Donovan Mitchell, then um, Ben Simmons, because he has no jump shot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think if you look at if you look at Jason's regular season, it wasn't anything to, you know. It was fine. It was fine. It yeah. wasn't any. I wasn't. It wasn't terrible by any means. But I mean, he showed up. He's gonna be. And Kyrie, you and I were saying it when we were watching the game. After watching these Boston Celtics, Kyrie, I don't know where you're gonna fit in right now. But I mean, you'll still be the point guard. But like Terry Rozier held his own. Yeah, he so you did. Got a good. legitimate backup. If he wanted to go somewhere else, he could. And Gordon Hayward, you might have to come off the bench now, or just be traded. Yeah, because Danny Ainge is looking at this, just like drooling from the chair. He's like, like everything. All my plans are I, working. I have everything. <laughs> I have too much. I got assets. He's like, I got ass on ass on assets. <laughs> he, Danny Ainge, you're, you're a master uh, dra- uh, draftsman and engineer for a team. I My hat's off to you, sir. He put together that Paul Pierce, mm-hmm. Ray Allen, KG title that's wild i forgot that that he did that he traded doc rivers he traded his coach thank god yeah good for you he sir he saw it when it was ready and he was like oh oh yeah no he, we're gonna go this had, is done he had it for mm-hmm. and was like oh 29 points a game and like mvp candidate he traded him mm-hmm. it's like i know what i have in mind and yeah. he has put together something amazing so boston was great they didn't go because LeBron had one of the best games of his career. Yeah. He was only one 
uh, assist. He was one assist shy. He was nine. Of a triple double because his teammates couldn't hit anything to save their lives. Who was surprised by that? You, I think they scored what eighty points mm-hmm. in that game, and watching the Cavaliers shoot was um, hard to watch. It was mm. very difficult for me to get through that. But you didn't know who was going to win until the end when LeBron kind of yeah, away. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and that, and you can also see the the rookiness of the Celtics show yeah. in the, in there because yeah. I mean it's you know LeBron's been doing this for fifteen seasons. He's yeah. this is not this is not new for the the Bron. You know, like he. He knows what the pressure is. He thrives in this pressure. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. he knows what, how to take that energy and capitalize on it in a way to create plays, to create opportunities for points. And we opportunities passing the ball a lot. You and I were both frustrated at the lack of dependability. You, you don't know t- what I was frustrated at, but okay, we, continue. We, his teammates <laughs> could not be depended on oh, no. for anything, but you also saw... We literally were like, stop passing it to JR. Yeah, stop passing to JR. What are you doing? And then and JR uh, hits a couple of threes and we're yeah, like, okay, yeah. fine. He's fine. Like, but you saw LeBron <laughs> intentionally make these passes. You saw Larry Nance nervous in some moments. He was getting fouls for silly stuff. Stupid. You were like, it was like high school peewee right. you're fouls. Like, I know you're nervous to be here. You're like, calm down. We're going to get through this. But LeBron had this whole group around him where he's looking around the landscape. And by the way, LeBron now has the number one record for most points going into the finals. Jesus. Um, in NBA history. And he has played like, what, 100 and some games now? He has played every a game. Lot. He has yeah. played every game in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, preseason. I mean, um, regular season and postseason. Yeah. He swept the Pacers. Oh, no, sorry. He went game seven with the Pacers. So mm-hmm. that's seven more. Right. Plus... Four with the Raptors, mm-hmm. the Lebronto Raptors. Um, <laughs> seven with the Celtics. Yeah, and and now he's going into. The, I mean, he's played so many minutes, and he played, he played every, every minute, minute of that Boston yes, game. He did forty eight <clears throat> minutes, every single one of them. And we thought, and a lot of skeptics, well, a lot of skeptics said LeBron needs to take over, and just his teammates aren't getting it done. You need to have fifty points. But what did I say? I said LeBron is still gonna pass it to his teammates, even that's how he though because that's how he is. And at the end of the game, they're gonna ask Doris. Him, Doris asked LeBron, "Your teammates are struggling out there. How is it? In essence, like how is it that you continue to pass it to them?" Yeah. And LeBron's answer is what it will always be: "Hey, I'm not gonna change the way I play for anyone else because I've been tr- playing like this since I mm-hmm. was nine years old this is my style and I play the game the way I think it should be played and I trust in my teammates I'm not gonna lose faith on literally that. you said it to me like essentially in the way that you said it mm-hmm. and he verbatim said that and I was like oh, Alex knows the future he no <laughs> it's just LeBron I appreciate LeBron not just for how he plays but who he uh, is but, as a player? Who he is? What the he hell is LeBron for? wearing? What are you looking at? He's wearing oh, he's wearing a suit with shorts. What are you looking at? Uh, yeah, LeBron rocking. Hot. He's rocking a suit and shorts for game one. Yeah, of course. At least this time the suits look like they uh, fit. <laughs> Those other shiny. I felt so bad. For, it looks so bad for so many of them, especially like Larry Nance. Oh, Larry, so it looks so bad on Larry. He's Nance. like, I can't believe I got roped into this. <laughs> I got traded from the Lakers, and now I got to wear LeBron suits. <laughs> Damn. Isaiah Thomas is still looking for his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, wait. Uh, so who do you like? You asked the question to me about who do we have? 
Yeah. I mean, as the future, future, you know, teller of our cast, who do you think is going to win? This series? Yeah. This finals? And how many games? My only hope is what I've been hearing in the background and what I've started to see in the last, in the Houston series with the Warriors. Yeah. The Warriors were exposed to push to a game seven that should have been won by Houston, if not for that yeah. dry spell. Yeah. They are not who we're used to seeing yeah. as the Warriors, but they, they always some... show up when it matters. I think... Okay, continue. I have a, If I have a Andre Iguodala is not healthy during this series... He's not playing game one. And... But that could be fine, because they'll say, well, if we can buy 10 days... Right which is easy to do in this series. We'll bring him back for games five or six mm-hmm. and we'll win whatever. But um, barring any injuries, I think Warriors in seven. You think it'll go to games, seven games? Um, I don't think this Warriors team is as deep. Yeah, it isn't. And also... Who's in their bench? Um, yeah, Livingston... Oh, I get and, it. But I mean, yeah, but there I mean, isn't much there. Yeah, but you could pull like a Jeff Green off of the bench of the Cavs. I mean, Thompson could come off the bench. I mean, Corver, Jeff Green is Corver doing great. can come off the bench. That's yeah. true. So, I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Cavs bench is much deeper than. Yeah, the problem, it, it, to state the obvious, is definitely the Warriors. Uh, well, the lack of talent on the backcourt of the Cavs. George mm-hmm. Hill and. J.R. Smith, Arnaud, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. Right. You can match Draymond with Kevin Love, uh, Tristan Thompson with whoever they put in the middle, and then LeBron with KD. But mm. there's no answer for the backcourt. So I think Warriors ultimately win. I really want the Cavs to surprise everyone. I mean, that would be the Cinderella story of Cinderella stories, <laughs> especially because this Cavs team, as much as they are deep, they are such a mess. <laughs> I, think, I think LeBron is going to have... Some short-term injuries in this one of like cramping. Yeah, I think he's gonna give so much of him. He's. Did we, you see what he looked like after they yeah. won? He's he's just on the ground. Everyone's celebrating. He's just on the ground, and then he's at the locker room while J.R. Smith and everyone's taking selfies with the Eastern Conference Final trophy, and he's just he, a mess. he just has like a huge ice pack on both of his knees and shoulders, and just like sitting there smiling. And I'm like, oh, poor LeBron. LeBron is like, I've been there, done that. This group of people that he has on this roster, we take bunch, for bunch granted. Of, bunch of funny clowns. This is the <laughs> hardest group he's ever had to take to the finals, barring maybe the that first time, first time yeah. with, against the Magic. Yeah. He took that, oh, man. But this group, I just, I don't think he connects with them in the same way since he lost D Rose, he lost Dwayne Wade. He lost these guys who were veterans who he respects. Right. And now he's got, uh, which George Hill and Jeff Green, like he respects, Kyle Corver, like he's got respect for all yeah, these guys. Yeah, and they're, vet- they're veterans, so they're yeah, not. He's not going to disrespect them in yeah. any way. But He hasn't. If anything, he's given them the props that they deserve because yeah. they've showed up. They have shown up. And I think he he honestly believes that uh, what the media has said about this team is grossly unfair. I would say LeBron's being too generous because I it's, mean, it's it's not it's your home, so you're, you're gonna protect your home. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. I think I think Warriors in seven. I hope the Cavs do it in seven, but I think um, it might be Warriors in six. <clears throat> okay. I you hope it's right. I hope it's I hope it's Cavs in seven. Yeah, because that would be exciting. 
I just but, you miss a Kyrie in a situation mm-hmm. like this. You really do because your backcourt is just where is it? What is it? So <laughs> devoid. You don't have a scorer, a slasher, a shooter. A, that isn't just LeBron. Yeah, like, I mean you have Corver when he when and when he shows up, Corver shows up. Right. I mean, we just need two good games from Corver in a series instead of one. Yeah. Um. This. Uh, mm, but, I, I, I just you know this four game uh, consecutive final series against these two teams should have been different it should be 2-1 Cavs over Warriors yeah everyone who watched the first matchup of these two knows that the Cavs should have taken that in six games maybe five yeah because having lost Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. LeBron still. We think of the Warriors today as being the super dominant team. Yeah, the Warriors. The first matchup was out of nowhere, and they had just built themselves up to be capable of something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were in the finals for the first time ever. They it was new to them. Yeah, LeBron had been there. He took Kyrie there. He was bringing Kevin Love there. Yeah. The Cavs had the better team. Yeah. And they were ready to go, but Kevin De- went down because of Kev- Kelly Olynyk in the Celtics series, so yeah. he wasn't available. Then in the first quarter of that first game of the finals, uh, man, Cleveland was rolling them. Yeah. And Kyrie then went down with that fractured tibia. Yep. And so then he was out. LeBron, people said, man, the Cavs without Kyrie and Kevin Love. You're like, he's done it this, before. Look at this he's team done of it bums. <laughs> like LeBron and some bums. Like how he's got Della Vadova as his man, like second man. I would even do better than some of these guys. Yeah. And, and I'm Le- joking. That's Le- a joke. Le- LeBron still took two games away from them to yeah. the point where, you remember Andre Iguodala won finals MVP. Yeah. Steph Curry kind of didn't show up. Yeah. He did okay, but he yeah. wasn't himself. And then people were saying... Should we still give the MVP to LeBron James? And people were like, yes, you should. Yeah, you should. Because <laughs> he did that all by uh, himself. He should have won that first one. The second one where Kyrie hit that dagger three. Uh, should have won the second one. Yeah. Last year they added KD. That should have been the one thing that pushed them over the edge. Right. And then now we got to deal with it this year where they're just the superhuman team. But they lost 29 games this year. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what uh, Maybe, game number one will show us. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fun times. Will it? I hope so. It I you know what I'm more sad about? What? That basketball is gonna end soon. Yeah, no, <laughs> seriously. Like that's really what I'm sad about. This is the like, hard part of the year. Yeah, like this is like exciting ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like exciting meh. Like cause we know what's <laughs> meh. It's just it's like exciting adjacent, maybe. Yeah. That's like a maybe a term to say, but knowing that we're now going to go into a drought of no basketball for several months. I know you're a Cubs fan, and to some degree, I'm a Cardinals fan, although I don't follow the teams closely anymore. Yes, my Cubs um, are playing the Mets right now. I Baseball I can't hold my interest like it used to. It's Usually, I only watch it for the playoffs, and I'll right. like check in to see how my, my Cubs are doing. I will say, so between June and October, I don't watch sports. Yeah. I don't have, unless like a really good tennis match is on. Serena won her, uh, mm-hmm. the French Open. Mm-hmm. Get it, mama. She was doing it, man. And she also has a new shop called Serena out, and it's awesome. Where'd you come up with that name? I it's wonder. Really good. It's really good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, very 
um, very inclusive of all types of bodies and just real hot and I want to spend all of my money on it but there I'm not going go. to because I want to be responsible yeah good, good <sighs> alright do you want to talk about some dope people yeah we... let's do that alright let's do it alright folks it is time to talk about our dope people of the week Alex it's your turn sir okay keep it keep it fresh crispy oh okay I want to highlight someone who we always hear from and we see him mm-hmm. and we're gonna see him during the playoffs if whenever games are on ESPN sure uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. One of my favorite personalities in the NBA who mm-hmm. is a uh, telecommentator. Sure is. For ESPN. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Jeff. I remember him as a kid. Yes, me too. for anyone who doesn't know who he is, I'm just going to drop a little bit of knowledge about... Truth bombs. Jeffrey. So Jeffrey William Van Gundy, born January 19th, 1962 was a basketball coach sometimes he does we'll get into that he still does a little bit of coaching mm-hmm. but he's mostly the commentator he used to be head coach for the new york knicks the houston rockets and the national basketball association uh i should say the olympic team yes i was gonna say like yeah the fiba the fiba specific qualifying teams. yeah we'll talk about that a little bit um born in hemet california i did not know he was a californian yeah and uh, the town of martinez california He's the son of basketball coach Bill Van Gundy. It runs in the blood. Yes. Um, former head coach for the Brockport State University Genesee Community College. Mm. Beat that. His brother is also a coach in the NBA. I was about to say, like, Used do we want to talk about? Yeah. He got let go by the Pistons a couple weeks ago. But he oh my God, was I forgot that happened. the coach and president. Of uh, sorry. Yeah, of basketball operations. So Stan is no longer in charge in Detroit. Nope. They are hey. interviewing Kenny the Jet Smith and... Kenny's interviewing everywhere. Jawan Howard. Okay. And who is the coach for the Toronto Raptors? Uh, you mean the, the, the no longer coach? Yeah. Dwayne uh, Casey. Yeah, Dwayne That's Casey. right. That's right. Yeah. Any hoozle. Um, at a high school, he was a high school point guard and a two-time all-greater Rochester selection. Beat that. <gasps> Rochester. Uh, in 1979 and 1980, leading to the Brockport Central to the Class AA Finals. And he continued his career at Nazareth College, where he earned All-American honors while leading the Golden Flyers to the NCAA Division III tournament berth in 1984. He remains the Nazareth career leader in free throw percentage mm. at 86.8%. We'll just call it 87 for Jeff. Right. Uh, he attended, you know what college he went to? Well, no. Take a guess. Is Ivy League? Harvard. Yale. Yale. Close. You went to Yale. Before transferring to Menlo College and ultimately graduated from New York's Nazareth College in 1985. You went to three different colleges. Wow. Very different colleges, too. Yeah. Commitment issues there. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe there's a pattern there. I don't know, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Early career, he began as a basketball coach in 1985 to 86 season with the McQuay Jesuit High School in Rochester. <gasps> Folks, you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. Yeah, absolutely. Start with the high school, and then the following year, he went to work under Rick Pitino at Providence College, helping okay. the Providence Friars, I remember them, because yes. Lamar Odom played for them, yes, advanced did. to the Final Four. How exciting to go from high school to coaching the Final Four berth. That's kind of cool. In his second season with the Friars, he was promoted to assistant coach. Um, 
Yeah. So then he went to work for Rutgers for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he became head coach, or sorry, assistant coach for the Knicks in 1989. Oh, wow. We were toddlers. I did not. Yeah. He was working under Pat Riley for some part of that time. There were several Knicks head coaches, Stu Jackson, John McLeod, and yeah. Pat Riley. He worked under them. And Don Nelson. He worked under four different head coaches for the wow. Knicks. That's how uh, unstable the Knicks were. And continue to I was be. Say, I'm like, when has it stopped? <laughs> Damn, Nick, Sorry, but, Knicks fans. But all of the seasons he was under the Knicks, they always did better than 500. Mm. And they made the playoffs consistently. Yeah, that has not been the case for I the Knicks. I know. It's the Knickerbockers so, are a struggle bus. When they had the Ewing, Allen, Sprewell kind of eras. That was it. They were doing fine. Oakleys, uh, like that kind of thing. Yeah, so he was there it, yeah. under the golden years. Uh, he was promoted um, after Don Nelson's uh, tenure ended. He became the head coach for the Knicks. Advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals in 1993. Um, uh, second game as coach, he led. Oh, sorry, that's about your Jordan Bulls, and I don't want to give you shade about that. You can if you want. I mean, he blew him out one time, but ultimately Again, Chicago got the better of them yeah. in the playoffs, and that's what I was looking for. That time the Pippen just like dunked on Ewing and then stepped over him. Mm. That was classic. Um, but he had a in his first season as head coach. He led them to the best, uh, tied with third best record in franchise history, 57 and 25. What a record. And uh, they defeated the Bulls that year. That was the year without Jordan. Mm-hmm. And um, when the Heats. Oh, yeah. And that's also the series where Van Gundy is most famously known for what? Do you remember the brawl? I, yeah. Um, I don't remember what he did, though. This was the... I know the brawl you're talking about. I just don't remember what he did to it. This was the brawl between Alonzo Mourning of the Miami Heat and Larry Johnson of the New York Knicks. Who, if you're interested what that was about, you can look at a YouTube video and just... uh, Okay, this is not the brawl that I was thinking about. Oh, you're thinking about the Pacers and Mm -hmm. uh, Pistons. No, 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 different one. This one, the Knicks and the Heat, if you Google Alonzo Mourning, Larry Johnson... Fight. Feud. Yeah. You'll find out the backstory from their days back in Charlotte oh, of what that was all about. I, I didn't to, I realize need, that. I need to I need to Google it. I always thought it was just an in game fight. Yeah. No, this was a pent up animosity. This is some Drake some Drake and Pusha T stuff. Yeah, because they well, these two used to play on the same team. Mm. And it was supposed Lots to of be beefing. it was supposed to be one or the other's team. It was supposed to be Larry's team. And then Alonzo came in, but Alonzo wanted more money, but he mm-hmm. wasn't getting it. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, when they were on different teams, that's when it came to blows. And Jeff Van Gundy, somehow in this whole melee, ends up on Alonzo Mourning's leg, just like wrapped around his calf, trying to hold on okay, for dear life. Okay, I actually life. do remember this. I've, I've seen yes. this clip before. And his comb yeah. over is just yes. everywhere. <laughs> oh, poor. Yeah, it's hilarious. If you've never seen the fight between the Heat and the Knicks with Jeff Van Gundy, you it, treat yourself. It's, it's I need so to see good. that. That's so funny. Um, and there's a story later in here where he says, I learned my lesson about trying to break up fights. Don't do that. <laughs> well, I'll just tell you, there is a, a fight between Marcus Camby of his later Knicks mm-hmm. and another team, the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And Marcus Camby throws a punch that doesn't land on the player, but Jeff was too close. And he, Marcus Camby punched Jeff <gasps> Van Gundy in the I face. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. But anyway, um, something that 
No one thought would happen. The 98-99 season, do you remember how that was shortened to 55 games? Yes, I do remember Because of the lockout. Mm-hmm. The Knicks made it just barely with the 27-23 and 23 record to the 8 seed. Right. And do you remember how they made it to the finals? Well, they made it to the finals. I was about to say, like, they, they just I, happened. Yes. Yeah, it just happened. It was kind of they, weird. Uh, they swept the... F- no, they... Went to a full game five back when the first round was just best mm-hmm. of five. They beat the one seed, which is only the second time in history that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. And then they swept the next team and then they beat the next team in six to make it all the way to the finals and becoming the first eight seed to make it to the finals in NBA history. Right. But, and that was but they sp- didn't win. And they did not win <laughs> because the Spurs were there and they took, they swept them. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's the Spurs. There's some guy named Tim Duncan and a Who David... David Robinson. Who's that? I don't, I don't know. Who that? I've if you didn't know, these whispers. are these are very famous Hall of Famer. Yeah. Basketball players. I love <laughs> Tim Duncan. So anyway, he, did you get your Duncan jersey? Yes, I have it. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you got it yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had it. Mm-hmm. So uh, he did some good stuff with the Knicks, and he always made the playoffs, and their record was always above 500. And that's the last time we ever heard of the Knicks being good. <laughs> and then he left, and that, this is actually the story of the Knicks. Um, and then he, he uh, coached for the Rockets starting in 2003. Mm. I won't go into all the details, but he had Tracy McGrady and Yao Ming, two of the best mm. players you could ever imagine. So long story short, He's Jeff, a great coach. Jeff why is he not coaching? Gundy has led his team to the playoffs every time he's ever coached. So why is he not coaching? I do not know. For the life of me, I think he's funny. I think he's smart. He's a great commentator, too. Oh, yeah. he knows the game super well. So I really want Jeff to have a job. He also, in July of 2017, was announced that he would head coach the senior U.S. men's national basketball team at the 2017 FIBA America Cup tournament yes. qualifier and in 2019 for the qualifier in China. He led us to the gold in the 2017 competition. I remember. Greg Popovich will take over the coaching reins beyond that for the actual um, Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, broadcast career, we all know he he serves in that role with ESPN. Outside of basketball, he is um, his older brother Stan. We talked about him. And 2011, he received an honorary degree of Doctor of Humane Letters from his alma mater, Nazareth College, during the college's 84th annual commencement ceremony. Very cool. And so, yeah, Jeff Van Gundy is our dope person of the week, and can't wait to hear him call this series. And uh, hey, coach, I'm uh, I'm practicing basketball mm-hmm. uh, this summer. So if you want to just coach me, I'm I'm cool with that. He's the kind of guy who would say, "Sure, Brian, we probably have a spot for you on this team somewhere. Let's just and we will make it work, right? And I'll make you amazing. Man, I would hire him. Yeah, it makes and, sense. And maybe Mark Jackson. Mark gets a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. A little bit something. I can see that. Yeah, but I like the two of them together as commentators with Mike Greenberg. The mm-hmm. three of them are, are really great. And then they added Doris Burke to that mix yeah. of commentating this past year. And um, that, that... Doris... Uh, Killed it this those, year. Those four of them Doris are just... killed it. Dynamite. And I will say, during the press conference yesterday, LeBron uh, specifically mentioned uh, what... You know, the question that you were saying, how we we knew that LeBron was going to be like, this is how I always play. I, it's always... A, it's team ball, all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like... It's when someone asked him about that, he's he, he, he said, you know, one of our amazing female... Um, one of our amazing female... Um, 
analyst. Analyst. He and he's like, I believe it was Doris, but you know, we have so many of them. Like he he was basically like commentating on how like our female analysts are the bomb and yeah. there should be more of them and the yeah. way that he said, it, I was just like, Yes, LeBron, your low key feminism coming out here. I'm into it. He is our modern day Nope, I can't compare him to anyone. I just went to my role. He's just LeBron. He's his own. He's his own guy. He's just doing his own thing. And some people have thoughts on that, but what it is, what it is. Yeah, they can keep those to themselves. Yeah. What are your thoughts on your dope person? So, um, it's it's a personal dope person, dope people mm-hmm. of of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's none other than Mr. Norman and Mrs. Betty of St. Louis. I know where this is going. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was literally. Ugh, your parents are wonderful. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Norman, and, Norman and Betty are uh, none other than Mr. Alex's lovely parents. Love them. They are uh, they're good humans. They're very, very good humans. Um, last Friday, it was just like a long day at work. And I was just like, I didn't even want to open my office door. It was just like I had a lot of meetings, all these, these things going on. Mm-hmm. I finally get to my office. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, one of one of the people that I supervised was recording me. I didn't realize he was recording me. Um, I, and I opened the door to my office because it was closed, which was weird because yeah. I never close it. Mm-mm. And there is this figure. There's this figure standing behind mm-hmm. my desk. Six foot six inches. Six foot six inches standing behind my desk. And I jump out of my skin and back. Yeah. And... Um, I was at first I thought it was like our super like it was I thought it was like someone that I was working with and so I was like like I was like who the hell is that and then in the I dark? in the dark and, and, and I was like this is really creepy like I mean I know we play pranks on each other like was in, in yeah. at work but I'm I like, didn't realize you have automatic lights I left the lights on but they turn off yeah right? they turn off yeah yeah, yeah. and so um, <laughs> I turn on I turn on the lights and I see this life-size Michael Jordan standing majestically at my office like behind my office desk and i'm like what the hell is this i turn around i'm being recorded i'm like what's going on so everyone around me is in on this except like not everyone knew exactly what it was um i go i could barely read the the post-it note because i was like tearing up and laughing because i was like i don't understand what's happening and then it, you know, it said this really sweet note, um, and I'll actually read it. Oh, my. And just to clarify, we didn't specify what this Michael Jordan was made of. It's not a wax figurine. It's a cardboard cutout. It's a cardboard cutout of Michael Jordan. Right. Life-size cardboard cutout of there Michael Jordan. It says, Alex and Bri, at last, we found someone who would appreciate this. Enjoy this, Bri. Mom and Pop, your last name. Um, yeah. And I look at it, and I, it didn't register what happened and I, I just saw the last name I'm like did Alex do this no. why does it say mom and pop I'm, I'm like oh, I was so confused and then I FaceTime you and I why would I address it to myself right I was again <laughs> I was barely reading it because I was so shooketh right by the fact that Michael Jordan was in my <laughs> was oh, in my office oh my gosh um and <laughs> at one point uh what our friend was like 
how do you feel? And and I just like look at him and I look at Michael Jordan and I look up and I'm like, hi. (laughs) I just wave at Michael Jordan. I'm like, hi. Um, You're my best friend. (laughs) You're the best. Um, And so that's when I I FaceTimed you and I was just like, what did you do? And I found out that you, one of my favorite humans in the world, Mm -hmm. um, worked with your mom and your dad. No, 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 no. Just my folks. They well, did that. Well, yeah, your folks just did it, but you got it to my office. Uh, like, yes, you physically got it to my office. This is true. But the fact that your mom and dad were just like, let's give this to Bri, I just, I don't know. I'm not a very, I'm not a gift person. Like, I don't necessarily need things. Um, I, uh, yeah, it's just like, I'm not, like, I, I'm not very materialistic, but when there's a lot of, um, just a lot of love and thought put into something, it means a lot to me. Uh, right now, Michael Jordan is in front of us He's yeah <laughs> i'm looking at him now in the <laughs> in my in, apartment in the decor of the room I'm like i don't know if he goes there he what? doesn't he doesn't go there <laughs> i'm still trying to figure out where he goes yeah. but i just like it meant the world to me as someone who gives like zero craps about things like i don't care about things but good it's it was this it was one of the sweetest sweetest gifts i could have ever received and i felt so loved and cared for by your parents who've Met me once, but I know your mom mm-hmm. listens to us every week. So number one fan, Miss Miss Betty. I'm just I'm just a huge fan of you, and your husband, and uh, this creation of Alex that you created. I'm I'm a big fan <sighs> of that too. So they're my dope people, man. They are some good folks. And just so you know, I've already ordered a frame that I'm putting this posted in. Oh my god! Because it's, that's sweet. Again. I don't, you know. That's nice. Oh, it's very it's, sweet. It's a small yeah. post-it, so it's, it's a, a small, small little, frame. Yeah, I'm it's sure. a, it's a small little frame, and it's gonna be lovely. And Aww. thank you for the love. It literally it made a very long, stressful week worth it because I have I, and like people saw me walking with him up to my apartment, <laughs> and I and every time I would like sit him down, I would just like hug him. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the officers that work in our university was like, "Are you seriously hugging Michael right now?" I'm like. Yeah. Yes, I don't. What's your question? <laughs> like, I don't. What's the, I don't what's the problem? What's yeah. the quit? I don't. Yeah, we're so, um, that strange. Yeah, um, that's but, uh, cool. Cause... So, to your parents, and I feel like for our fiftieth episode, uh. it, I we should give props to, you know, some of our number one fans, like my parents, your parents. But yeah, like, you now know, I'm sorry that I made fun of your dad earlier <laughs> on this cast. I didn't mean no, to. No, that but you did not make fun I, of my dad. Now I feel like. <laughs> Now I feel like shit. <laughs> you did not make fun of my dad. Um, you made fun of me but y- and yeah. my being. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you can take it. That's fine. I could take it. Uh, you- but yeah. But yeah, this that oh, that was very sweet of you. Yeah, and I, know- I also have a letter for them that I need to mail to them at some point. So Okay, I don't need to do anything with that. I just need you your address. That. Oh, okay, I yeah. can help you with that. That's enough. But, uh, All right, cool. thanks, Mom and Dad. Nice, yeah. You're the best. He, if... if anyone is missed two or three episodes ago and we're like what why did they send a cardboard cutout <laughs> we mentioned on the cast that i won this michael jordan at a walmart like sweepstakes <laughs> like raffle when i was in middle school maybe i can't believe your mom and dad still had it <clears throat> it reminds yeah well they never got rid it was in the basement and mom just didn't know what to do with it and this I never, is going anywhere, everywhere I go. You know. Yeah, this, great. Right? <laughs> I mean, just because I totally forgot about it, and then, uh, and then she, you said, "Oh man, I always wanted one of those." When I was like a kid, a kid. Yeah. and so then the the folks took it upon themselves. To I do literally that. don't even remember saying that. 
I mean, it, I it's, 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 it's on, it's on tape, wax. But it's somewhere, wax. It's somewhere in there. Where, I, I mean, I believe it because I, w- I yeah. did want that as a yeah, kid. Yeah, but I, mean, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> but thanks, listeners. Thank, thanks, uh, Mom and Dad. Yeah. And thanks for uh, sticking with us for 50 episodes. Yeah. We did good. The real MVPs. I'm excited for many, many more. Woo! All right, folks. Don't forget to subscribe. Listen to us, follow us, slide into our DMs. Please rate us. Rate go, us. Go, go on the. Uh, yeah, go on the. Go on. Star action. You know, five is not that far for your finger. Just go to five stars. <laughs> like that. No pressure, but you should do it. Yeah. So have a lovely day and week. Be dope, and we'll catch you later. See ya. Yeah.